friend. Welcome to Pink Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Clayton. This is the show where we talk about working moms, women, and all things girl power. Hi, welcome to the episode. Today I have Brandy Beckstead here, who is a working mom, and she's going to go ahead and just introduce herself a bit, tell us what she does. Hi, um, I'm Brandy Beckstead. Um, I've been a working mom for 13 years. I just had my 13th year anniversary a few weeks ago. Um, and I am a senior financial service representative, um, meaning that I help people uh, basically f- reach their financial goals and dreams. And that is my job. So Okay, awesome. So can you maybe tell us some of your struggles and some of your rewards of being a working mom? Because that can be tricky, right? Yes. <laughs> um, I would say the struggles that I have personally are um, maybe sometimes missing <clears throat> like some family events or showing up late or not um, making it on time to like some games or things like that that are important to my family, um, that would be a struggle. But um, I do work with the best bosses that give me the flexibility that, you know, our culture is work-life balance and it is like family comes first and it is important for us to, to be able to do those things. I love that. I think more, especially in our culture, we need more of that, especially for working women. Like, we can't do it all, all the time, but sometimes we have to, right? Yeah, that's so true. So when you um, first got married, what did you imagine, like, your work-life balance would be? Like, what did you imagine yourself having a career or being home or kind of what were you envisioning? So um, really, so when I first got married, my husband was playing baseball, and that was our focus. It was his career, and so I was lucky enough... Um, that when I first became a mom, I only worked maybe two to three hours a day, like from five to eight. And then I was home, like I was home all day with him. I could work at night, um, but then we traveled so much. And so my focus really wasn't on a career. It was um, being a supportive wife and taking care of this little baby that I had. And I didn't really know that I would turn into a career mom um, until, you know, my husband um, stopped playing baseball, the contract ended and I was working, but then it was nice that I had something to fall back on financially for the family. That's awesome. Yeah. Isn't it interesting too, how we like envision before having kids, what our life will be like, you know, and then it changes everything. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, if anybody knows anything about the minor leagues, it does not pay what people think depending on the contract and so I always had to supplement a little bit and I was always fine to do so but I never felt like it was a burden for me um, because I was part-time and I um, I had a lot of help with family and that's the hugest thing is having that support from family so that I could do what I need to do for mine so yeah that's awesome in fact I was just going to ask you um what was it, what's it been like being married to someone who's, you know, pro or semi-pro as far as sports goes? You said you travel a lot. What else, Mm -hmm. what is the lifestyle like? Uh, The lifestyle, it's not as glamorous as people think. (laughs) It was fun, but it was a lot of hard work. Um, He, I mean, they're just play games 
all the time. So even if they're home, you know, we would play a game and if it goes into extra innings and we're at the ballpark till like one in the morning and then we get home and he has to wake up at 10, go to the gym and do it all over again. So even if he's home, he's, you know, we only see each other for a few hours. Um, we always look forward to the off days where we had some good family time. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I loved my favorite part of it is watching him fulfill his dream. Like that was amazing. And I, um, I tried to break up with him. Like I, <laughs> when he found out he was getting drafted, I was like, okay, like this is your opportunity to do something amazing and I'll be here, but like, I don't want to be a distraction. I want you to go and do this. This is awesome. And he's like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and as he's boarding the plane, I'm like, Hey, <laughs> bye. And he's like, no, I'm not doing this without you. And Aww. I'm like, I'm like, we'll see. And I, I said, just get on the plane. Everything will be fine. <laughs> but yeah, it was really hard. I just, I didn't want him to, um, I mean, that lifestyle is hard. I, you know, like they, they want people to be in the public and mm. I didn't want to be a, a distracted right. girlfriend. So, so I don't know, but it worked out as it should obviously, That's but awesome. it is a hard lifestyle. Um, you know, like you're playing on Sunday, I mean, every day of the week and it's just go, go, go. And, but at the same time, it's very rewarding too. I mean, there are, it had its perks and those perks were fun, but it's just, it's nonstop. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the interesting too that you said, like, it's not as glamorous as it looks. Like, it looks glamorous, you know, it but does. reality is, it's a ton, ton of work. Job. It's their job. I mean, mm-hmm. it turns into business at that point and it's um, political and there's mm-hmm. always somebody ready to take your spot. Wow. And, you know, I would make a lot of friends and then the next day they have to go because they got cut or traded so or, you know, and so it's a revolving door of, people and you know it was it was challenging but those were my favorite memories I mean I got to see a lot and yeah it was it was cool it was it was way fun I thought it was more fun than hard and I um I had some friends that complained about it and Mm -hmm. I'm like well this is what they want to do this is what they work for and it's a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity and I didn't want to hold them back from that and that's why I was trying to you know, <laughs> take aside and let him do his thing. But I mean, it was nice to do it together. And that That's was awesome. fun. That was fun yeah. to do it together. That's awesome. So um, if we go kind of back to what you do and your job, mm-hmm. what are some of your um, favorite parts of your career and maybe some of your challenges? Mm, um, my job can be very rewarding. Um, I've been able to help people financially uh, get into a house. They started from nothing. And, you know, I've had people come up to me and give me hugs and saying, you saved my life. And that is huge when I'm able to be educate people. Cause a lot of people don't know about credit Mm -hmm. or how to budget or save. And, and I'm an educator in that way. And it, I learn a lot about people. Um, Sometimes I don't get paid enough for the conversations we have. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, that's the most rewarding part is being able to help those people reach their goals. I mean, because some people just need extra help and they didn't know where to get it from. And me asking the questions I asked and I was able to help them get there, that's huge. And part of the challenging part is people that maybe don't listen and 
and feel a sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be hard. Um, but overall, I, I like what I do. I, I think it's, it's fun for me to be able to help people. Um, and I think it's a good fit for me for right now. That's awesome. So, yeah. Well, and um, maybe talk a little bit. You've actually, we've chatted about this, but you've, you've actually helped the police a little bit too with some of your work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, being in the financial industry, there's people that, I mean, there's fraudsters out there and mm-hmm. people taking identity um, and it's, Every day is wild, and yeah, sometimes you call the police and they have to come, and it can get exciting, and that's that's kind of fun to, you know, I've been subpoenaed to court wow. to, you know, people opening up fraudulent accounts and that, and um, it's fun. I, th- that was way fun for me to go to court. It was kind of intimidating. <laughs> um, back in 2000, I was indirectly involved in a robbery, and I had to testify, oh my gosh. and that was terrifying. Um because, I mean, you're testifying and the individual's looking at you like he wants to kill you. <laughs> but, um, and it's, it's wild because, you know, they give you like a sheet of updated information of when he's going to get out and, and where he's at in the process. And that was intense. Yeah. Um, and, and it didn't even happen directly to me. I just happened to be a major witness and that was cool but yeah I mean every day is different you never know you know people could fly off the handle that's Mm -hmm. uncomfortable but I don't know it makes that fun yeah every day is different really every day is there's just a surprise (laughs) well and interesting too that you don't know what to expect especially with people and money because money is such a like touchy subject right Oh, very. I mean, that's the thing is like when you're dealing with people's money, it's a, a sense of vulnerability. Sure. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I have nerves. But mm-hmm. people are vulnerable and to, you know, uh, express that they're having a hard time or um, finding out that a spouse or partner is doing something they shouldn't be doing. I mean, it, it's exposure and, and that could be hard. But, you know, I think... Um, I think naturally I was blessed with uh, the gift of empathy mm. and, and trying to connect and understand. And I don't always have the patience for it, but um, everybody has stuff that they have to go through. And, yeah. and when it comes to money, it, it could be uncomfortable, but at the same time, like that's my job is to help. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and I love how you said that you have the gift of empathy, like that you recognize in yourself that is something you've been given to help other people. I love that. Yeah. Well, and I'd love for you to tell a little bit of the story of just some of your panic attacks you were having and kind of how you dealt with, with some anxiety you were going through because I think that's a really powerful story sure. to share with other women. Yeah, I mean, we all have anxiety. Uh, no one's immune to the stress of life. Um, and I didn't realize, I honestly didn't think it was anxiety. I went through a period of my life maybe about three years ago for two years straight. It was just intense. I was working, um, being on um, the chair, being the chair of chamber of commerce. That was a job. Being a mom, not feeling like I'm pulling my weight at home. I mean, just being pulled in a million different directions and still powering through. Like I didn't feel... um, like I was going to lose my mind. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I... I had to really step back and think what was most important, and that was my family and being more involved, more present, 
and not, you know, I, not that I didn't love what I was doing, but I just, I wasn't, it wasn't making me happy and, mm-hmm. and not that I wasn't happy every day, but I was just noticing it, it just didn't feel right. So I took a step back, which was huge because financially it was like a huge increase for me. Um, less responsibility, bigger paycheck. Why not? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like, as soon as my, I had that sense of relief and my, my body, like I started getting dizzy all the time mm-hmm. and I, my blood pressure would drop and I went to the doctor and they're just like, yeah, you do. You, you know, you might want to check vertigo. You might want to check if you're a diabetic, like they tested me for everything and everything was coming back fine. Um, I had an MRI done, hoping I didn't have like a brain tumor or something crazy that way. That came back clean, and I was grateful for that because that's terrifying. Been there with, you know, little faith. That's that's super scary. Um, And every they tested me for vertigo. They did a balance testing. I went through the ringer um, with you know checking my heart to see if I had a hole in my heart because. My dad had a hole in his heart and he had similar symptoms and I was just being tested for everything. And then, you know, so you get on Google and dizzy spells and something popped up that it was like reoccurring MS and I had like 10 of the symptoms and I'm like, oh my gosh, do I have MS? MS. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, my MRI scan came back clean and, you know, I, I was going through a period of time where like there were some challenges and, and, um, you know, my dad said, maybe you need to talk to somebody, maybe you need to see a counselor. And I'm like, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. Like that, that was offensive to me. It's like, I'm not losing my mind, (laughs) you know, like I'm physically, it's debilitating. It was debilitating. Mm -hmm. I'd be driving and it felt like I was gonna pass out so I'd have to pull over and ride it out and sometimes I would sit there for 30 minutes because I just could not get a grip and I'm like it's just it's physical it's physical and come to find out like um I I talked to uh, I have a best friend that's a therapist and she's like you know have you heard of EMDR and there was um an individual that I knew that really could benefit from it and I was like I'll check that out that would be great and learning, um, going through and helping that person, mm. it clicked for me. Like I, I was having anxiety oh and I, gosh. and I was like, I can't believe that anxiety can be physically mm. debilitating. And, you know, I love to run. Like I love to run. I love to be outside. I, I like to be active and it was hard that I couldn't be active like mm. I could, Um, I would go for a run and it would hit me and I have to just drop to the floor and get my balance. And I mean, it was just so wild. And I was just like, this is not a quality of life. Like what is going on? But as soon as I realized, I mean, I self diagnosed myself, I'm like, it it has to be stress. And then it was like, as soon as my body recognized it, I haven't had one for over a year and a half. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's just like you just have this mantra. I do this. Like I'm happy. I'm healthy. I'm fine. And just to chill out, like, Mm. you know, it's okay to not be perfect and just to be your best and not feel like you have to be the Stepford wife. Right. (laughs) 
Yeah, like that's not totally, real. That's not totally. real. We all have stuff. We all have challenges, and it's okay just to be okay and be messy and not be perfect. And mm. you know, just do what makes you happy. Find joy. Find the things that make you happy and get joy in your life. I love that. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. Well, and I love too how you realized that as you took things off your plate, your body was still so hyped up. Yeah, I was that it manifests. Yeah, I was suppressing tons of those feelings, and I just, you know, I guess I didn't want to be a burden to anybody else, and so mm-hmm. I just kept it in. Yeah, and I didn't even. You don't even know that you're doing it. It's just like right. you just go through the day, but physically, your body's like, hey, I cannot hang. Like I have been amped for like 24 months. It's time to chill out. So we're just, I mean, and it was not, I mean, I felt bad because like, luckily uh, my partner in crime had my back the whole time. And I felt bad, like dragging him to doctor's appointments and being scared. But yeah, he was so supportive and it's like, Hey, if you're not feeling good, just go lay down. I got it. And you know, that was huge. It's nice to have that help him back up. Well, and I think it's amazing too that you realized, you know, what your body needed and what your kind of mentally what you needed. Mm -hmm. And I love what you said about don't try to be perfect. You know, I think especially here in Utah that there's such a pressure to be like, look perfect, act perfect, be fit, work, take care of your family. Well, that's the thing, like, you know, social media, Mm -hmm. you see all the influencers out there and they're killing it and they're doing their thing and that's great for them, but you're, you are who you are. And, um, you know, it's, it's nice to like, you know, I love to shop and I'm like, Ooh, that's a cute outfit. I like what she has on, but I don't compare myself to other people because, because I'm my own self and I have my own body type and, we shouldn't be mom shaming or, you know, shaming those that are successful, you know, that get to do what they get to do. It's like, we all have our successes and we should be lifting each other up instead of, you know, shaming other women. Well, and I think it's powerful to say like, do what makes you happy, be yourself, Mm -hmm. be true to yourself. And if you need to say no to things and you yeah, know, it's do okay less. To take stuff off your plate. Exactly. It's okay to say, "Look, I just, you know, you you know what you can handle." And if you're, I mean, I, not that I couldn't handle it, but I just, I just needed to be more involved at home, yeah. and that was the most important thing for me. Yeah, which I love. I mean, I think we all have like that women's intuition where we're like, you know, I know what I need to do. Mm-hmm. I know what I need to let go of and that's hard to do but good for you for like being willing to be Just true to yourself it. yeah well, yeah and there's no shame in, in that there's no shame in taking a step back you don't have to do everything right. I mean we're not here to it's not a competition right we're, we're not here to like you know uh I don't know it's just I'm glad that I was able to recognize that I'm more confident now than ever I'm I'm so happy and it's nice that I mean I'm not happy every day like I have my moments sure sure. I mean I was just momzilla a few hours ago (laughs) but it's so great to be able to to say I'm doing the best I can and And judge all you want yeah I'm gonna do me I love that. Yeah. I'm going to do me. Well, thank you so much, Brandy, for sharing. Oh, it's so great you. to chat. And I think more women just need to hear, like, we all have our struggles. And 
there's hope and help ahead and keep being you. I love that. So thank you so much. Thank you. This was a dream. I I love this so much. I was it was an honor. Thanks for listening to Pink Girl Podcast. Join us next time.